0: And that
1: music can only mean one thing. The Delaware Valley Journal is on the air. The official podcast of DelawareValleyJournal.com where you find news you can't find anywhere else from Bucks, Chester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties. I am Michael Graham with Inside Sources. The lovely and talented Linda Stein is the news editor at DVJ. uh, Delaware Valley Journal. uh, Is it DVJ? No, DVJ.com doesn't take you to the right place. I I, I always make that mistake. It's DelawareValleyJournal.com is the place to be. Right, Linda?
0: That is correct, Michael.
1: So it is a true honor to welcome to the Delaware Valley Journal podcast, Senator Anthony Williams, who represents both Philadelphia and Delaware counties. Senator Williams, uh, thanks for your time.
2: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
1: So the topic isn't the most you know, fun one. It's crime and how people feel about crime. And you're in an interesting spot because there are people, as you know, in Delaware County who look angrily uh, you know, across the line at Philadelphia County saying, stop sending us your crime. And right. then there are people in Philadelphia saying, hey, don't look at us. We're, we're not a problem. We're, you know, you're, you're, pointing, you're just pointing fingers and passing the blame. So what what do you think is the current state of the actual crime problem and the public's view of it in your district?
2: Um, well, I think my district is reflective of, of the national problem we have when it relates to crime. So when you have people who um, are not sufficiently educated, don't have career outcomes, have uh, challenges in their family dynamics, they're not socially you know, connected. You're going to have uh, not just crime, but you're going to have violent incidents. Crime is, you know, those numbers are relatively static, but the issue of violence is what is dominating us as a nation.
1: Right. And right.
2: the incidents of that relative to Philadelphia, relative to Delaware County, relative to Florida, relative to... Any place you can go, there are moments that people scratch their head in horror as to an incident of violence and why did it happen, who's involved, who's responsible, who's accountable. So um, I don't think that anyone who's in politics, um, I'm not talking about crime fighters, I'm not talking about police officers, I'm talking about politicians who are so simplistic as to say it's one location versus another. Um it has is either intensely not doing their homework or is grossly unprepared to face um, the challenges of violent crime they have in this country.
1: Well, then let me reframe the question the way that we've heard it at Delaware Valley Journal from some of the law enforcement folks who are out in the suburban communities and have had incidents at malls, and kids, schools, et cetera. They say mm-hmm. that Philadelphia isn't doing its share. To fight the violence that you're talking about, now by the way, that's a very good point. The people aren't worried that much about whatever you know, uh, uh, you know, robbery, shoplifting. They they're worried about the incidents that involve violence and involve guns. And there are people in the suburban communities who say Philly's just not help. They're not doing it their part to f- help fight the problem.
2: Well, I don't know that that is true or not true, um, because um, if there are patterns to be followed in the past uh, for instance uh, I represent Philadelphia and Delaware County uh, there was a significant drug ring which was um, which was in a certain uh, area of my district mm-hmm. that was literally right next to Philadelphia right and uh, the Philadelphia Police Department uh, tactical units Delaware County all collaborated to deal with the problem and they did. It. They immediately, well, they arrested a bunch of people over to the bus. I don't know if that's going on or not. I do know that it works. So if indeed there are things to be done to increase the level of safety, um, in part from Philadelphia, then I don't think it's any harder than a phone call to the commissioner to say, hey, please make sure your chief or your, your, you know, I'm sorry, your captains coordinate with us that, you know, border Philadelphia. We've done it in the past. and it's worked. But I don't know that those calls have been made. And I'm pretty much in contact with all the police captains and chiefs uh, in my district. Um, so a lot of the public officials are saying that. Uh, I, I think they need to talk to the folks who do law enforcement every day and have that conversation.
0: Well, Senator, it's uh, Linda Stein. Um, thank, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I was wondering, um, another senator, Mike Reagan, just introduced a Bill 907 to have all the schools uh, have armed security guards during the school day and possibly for extracurricular activities using state money. Uh, Would you sign on to that, Bill? Is that a good idea?
2: I don't know the bill. I don't know the limitations, parameters. I don't know who gets to be armed, how much training they have. many of the police officers who do schools policing are not necessarily um, candidates that have graduated from the law enforcement schools that we make police officers from. If it's a police officer in an event, such as um, you know, an activity outside, I don't necessarily see that's bad or good. I don't know that if we have the manpower to do it, first of all, um, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm against it or for it. Um, I, I'm i very concerned about when we do these things that mandate um, schools or other institutions locally to do things and we find out they don't have the funding to do it and have the personnel to do it, et cetera. So I don't have a problem with more police officers being at certain places where we know uh, for certain there's um, tensions between competing teams and rivalries that could sort of escalate. I, of course, I wouldn't be against that. I don't know that you mandate it because there's some places where it's not necessary uh, at all. And you may be taking resources away from a, a different location. And I will also, unfortunately, have to say this, you know, we've had police officers that were not trained uh, at a sporting event that lead to significant tragedy and a death of a child in Delaware County. Um, so just having someone there without the proper training doesn't guarantee anyone's safety.
1: So you think the fantability incident was related to the to a lack of training for the officers involved in that shooting?
2: They admit as they admit that. Those were uh, relatively new officers. Um, I believe the one who did the shooting was extremely new. Um, and all of them acknowledged that what happened, the courts have acknowledged what happened should not have happened. Um, and it was the responsibility and accountability of the police department to, to guarantee that it didn't happen. So, yes.
0: Well, the other thing is that there's a shortage of people signing up to be police officers now, from what I understand. Um, and also Philadelphia is losing trained officers to the suburbs. Um, and some say it's because of the Black Lives Matter movement and how police officers are treated now. Um, any thoughts on that? It has nothing to do with The simplicity of any organization,
2: other than the public, generally speaking, don't have a lot of regard for our institutions generally, so politicians, police police officers. The difference is police officers put their lives at risk every single day for the public and don't Mm -hmm. feel appreciated. And the consequence of that is much different than those of us who serve the public, say, from a teacher standpoint. Um, from any other you know, public person that, frankly, tries their best. But a police officer who is serving the public under some uh, intimidating uh, circumstances, right. say you're in an area that's dangerous and people are dealing drugs, well, you already know that, unfortunately, the drug dealer has probably better weaponry than you do. And you also know that the community probably is not going to report who did what. Um, and you're also going to know as a police officer, you cannot pick and choose exactly where you're going to go on any given day, or what's going to happen. Or even if you go to a protest in center city and somebody starts spitting on you and talking about your mother and your right. children raising your, you know, your, your anxiety level and you turn around and say, say something back or push them. Um, all those things they could be in trouble for. And so there's a natural understanding of another generation that says, one, I'm not, I, frankly, I don't, I'm not quite sure how it's connected to, um, I, don't know, I hate to use this word, but the only word I can use is the patriotism that sort of bonds us voluntarily in this country. I don't know how much that, that this generation understands that if we don't bond ourselves, when 9-11 occurs, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't right. matter you're black, white, Latino, Asian, African-American, young, old, what your religion is, we got to defend the country. I don't know how much of that exists today in another generation. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I don't know. And so if I'm a guy looking for a job, I'm a high school graduate, and I have other options other than, you know, going out and defending the community, which I might want to do, but not being appreciated by folks, I'm probably not going to sign up for that kind of duty. And I think that, unfortunately, is, is at the front of a lot of this that goes to, you know, areas of Philadelphia that aren't able to, sign up police officers, but also parts of Delaware County, they can't find police officers as well.
0: So, um, Senator, you don't think it's the general atmosphere then in in the area, in the country?
2: Well, yeah, it is the atmosphere, that's what I'm saying. It's the atmosphere of not being, it's the atmosphere, well, it's they're not being appreciated because of the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different contentions from a variety of entities that don't appreciate police officers. I would never thought in my lifetime that the Republican party would be attacking the FBI um, or describing patriotism in ways that historically we haven't described it. So, you know, I don't assign it to one group, one demographic. I describe it to a generation that clearly has challenges and issues with our institutions, not only question them, but basically say, I don't know that they mean a lot, you know, towards the benefit of our country. So, yeah, it is the atmosphere. It definitely is the atmosphere. Born out of a lot of um, growing tension and animosity that that I'm not quite sure anybody's can explain.
1: One last question for you, Senator. We really appreciate your time. Sure. What is the one public policy that you would advocate whether it's from harrisburg or locally that you think could help roll back the sort of violence that has people so concerned about crime
2: well we got to start with families um now people keep complaining about police officers complaining about politicians complaining about schools complaining about all these entities which are the government At the end and at the beginning of the conversation, human beings are born by two people, a mother and a father, and they are the responsible parties for bringing this life into the world. Certainly those who are adopted have a responsibility to parent. Mm -hmm. Um, Parenting needs to be supported much more significantly than it is. If If we know we have generation that are having children way too early to understand the significance and frankly it needs to be a part of the curriculum in schools or at least some program to teach you the fundamentals of what you should be teaching your child that's respect that's um, understanding of authority because let me be very clear when you're 14 and no one told you that not every police officer is an enemy Mm -hmm. but you look at them as such guess what you're going to act accordingly and a lot of the recklessness that, that, you know, I see today would never have happened in my neighborhood. And I came from a significantly, people you know, African-American community, not rich, working-class folks who had some issues with the police officers. But they knew that, generally speaking, we respected the authority in place. And so that's just one example, one area. But, you know, children going to school and acting up. And the teacher is the enemy, and the parent comes up, and says, you know, the parent comes up to the teacher and says, you did something to my child. Right. All I can tell you is when I went to school and I, if I was in trouble, <laughs> I was guilty as charged before I could prove my innocence. And I think well,
1: that's I'm, fun of... That's I'm 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 like some words of wisdom there, Senator. No, well, look, I grew up in rural South Carolina, Senator, yeah. and I guarantee you, they beat me at school and then they beat me at home, and that's how it went. And there was no, like you said, there was no judge, no jury. Yeah. I walked said- in convicted. I was a goody-goody, that's right? So. And, and, I, and <laughs> you, you said something. That is, now, let me tell
2: you something that's very controversial. Let me tell you okay. something that's very controversial: corporal punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I, with all due respect, I believe in corporal punishment. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe in beating to bleeding and sure, breaking right. bones and abusing, but spanking somebody in the butt when Johnny's acting a fool uh, at a public place <laughs> and you want to say time out, uh, I don't think it necessarily works. Right. Okay, so well, I mean, frankly, parenting. Some element that we support parenting through the institution of government, so people are more informed, more educated, right. more accountable, and parents need to be held accountable. I mean, mm-hmm. children driving those three-wheeler uh, vehicles down the street around right. City Hall at twelve o'clock at night—I don't know who <laughs> thinks a police officer should be f- fixing that, right? That—that's a parent right. problem. Yeah. So for me, fundamentally, a lot of this stuff goes back to parents. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, not to say we don't have responsibilities to create supportive, but fundamentally, if you ask me what I want to do first is help parents become stronger units.
1: So it's funny. uh, uh, We just worked on a piece about the concerns about teen vaping. And one of the law enforcement officers we spoke to 20 years as a school resource officer out in the Midwest said, our goal is to not have a police action. Our goal is to have the parent. We drag right. the kid to the parent, not even because of you know, whatever is you know, politics or but because we don't want the kid to have an infraction on his right. or her record when you know you're 13, 14, 15, exactly. you're idiot, we're all idiots. And so, yeah, the cop can bust the kid for disturbing the police and put him in juvie or have that process and have that mark. But dragging the kid down to mom's house and, you know, by the scruff of the neck and saying, Mm -hmm. Johnny's out causing trouble. Like you said, it's better in the long term for the child, too, if you really care. But that is the question is how many people really care and how many people want a virtue signal about, well, I'm tough on this or I did that. And therefore, I must be the good person.
2: I think that that space there are more teachers, more uh, more police officers mm-hmm. that fall into that space that people know. But the systems that they're in, right. the atmosphere, as we described it, is different. So it's extremely challenging. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's not surprising that we have a teacher shortage and a police officer shortage at the same time. Because they are confronted with our kids mm-hmm. on a daily basis, right? Right. Let alone, let alone the dumb parent acting <laughs> a full on kid themselves. Right, exactly. So I, I, I would, I would, I would again, you know, being redundant, but for me, I just fundamentally believe that we have to find a way to re to to, to address parenting, understanding of responsibility, accountability. Um, you can't you can't teach somebody emotions, but you know, give them a civics lessons about what made this country
1: right better.
2: You know, I mean, you mentioned, I think you mentioned it. Or at least I'll mention it. I remember when I got in trouble. uh, You know, I knew what was going to happen when I got home.
1: Sure, exactly. But
2: I also knew what my neighbor had permission to do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so. And they work. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't an angelic kid.
1: uh, uh But. I find that hard to believe, Senator. I find it hard to believe (laughs) that you were, I assume you were in the front of the class with your hair combed and your lunch out, hand up waiting to answer the teacher's question. Well, listen, we've got to answer the call of the clock. We've kept you way too long. Senator Anthony Williams, thank you so much for joining us here on the Delaware Valley Journal Podcast. Hey, call me anytime. This is great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Delaware Valley Journal on the air. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, post it on social media. And if you haven't, sign up for our twice a week newsletter so you don't miss any of the terrific content from DelawareValleyJournal.com. Thanks again. I'm your host, Michael Graham.